Welcome to Art Juice. This is honest, generous and humorous conversations that will feed your creative soul and get you thinking with me, Alice Sheridan. And me, Louise Fletcher. We had such a fabulous response to the discussion that I had with Faye on last episode. We thought we should continue it. So with Faye, we were talking about this lovely idea of being your own champion And we're going to talk a little bit about the idea of making your own luck. Little twist, little bit of a continuation, but we're going to be coming at you with that in just a minute. But first of all, what have you been doing since we last spoke? Well, we haven't spoken for a few weeks, have we? Because we were, you were recording with Faye and I was doing something with someone else for later. So I've been away, uh, not this week, but the week before. So I went down to the Cotswolds, Gloucestershire. I was in Gloucestershire. The Cotswolds is an area that goes over several counties. I was in Gloucestershire and a bit in Oxfordshire and had a really lovely few days. So lovely. And I had to come back because of the time I'd booked. that I booked to go back again this week because I can. I can work from anywhere. I don't have to work from here. How lucky Uh, you are to be able to do that. Yeah. How lucky, exactly, so lucky. But anyway, um, lovely, lovely, what a beautiful place. I've been there before quite a few years ago. And I think last time I went, it was the summer holidays when everybody's off with their kids. So Mm. it was a lot busier. Now, when I went this time, it's not the summer holidays. And it was just so peaceful. That was what struck me about it. It's a very peaceful place. It just feels very serene mm. and I, and you feel relaxed it's the it's all the old buildings I think and the mm. big old trees and it's just got a lovely 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 vibe to it and also I've got some um a couple of friends down there and I spent some time with them and saw where they work um he's a framer he's just setting up his framing business and she's an artist and I went to her studio and I saw where he's setting up his framing and yeah, it was lovely. And even Riley had a nice time and um, went for lots of little little walks and had lots of special Cotswold sausages, which seemed to go down very well. <laughs> well, the building vernacular of the Cotswolds is, in a way, it's similar to Yorkshire, but it's got that lovely Cotswold stone. So there's the stone link, but it's very different. As you say, calm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that the wildness or the elevation or no I wasn't really in the scenery so much as I was in the little towns and villages right yeah it was lovely a really really nice time and I'm going to go back to a different part this week so I want I I don't want to go in the summer I want to go now and then leave it in the summer so yeah yeah it was lovely (laughs) anyway what have you been up to well I have been tidying gessoing uh thinking of getting on with new work kind of I've still got one that's stuck on a big piece and I have also been digging into making a quiz Mm. that's quite a a web quiz yeah Mm. like a what does this say about you quiz and like mapping out the answers to different end results and why don't know feels quite (laughs) random wanted to have a go at it so I have been I have been doing that and I've also been getting together a few things behind the scene because um, Connected Artists is open again in May. So we're not doing a super tight. You've only got four days to join us. So 
if you're listening to this and you want to find out more what that membership is about, you can find the link in the show notes or go to my website, alicesheridan.com or go straight to soulrocketstudio.com slash May and have a look and see if it's for you because it's our fifth birthday. Can you believe that? That doesn't seem possible because I remember discussing with you before you even did it well messaging you because we weren't very we weren't friends or anything then but I messaged you and said you should teach something I wish you would teach something and you said oh maybe you know I'm thinking about some things so that must have been like six years ago yeah so time just whizzes really interesting so what also what's funny is in my tidying up I found so when I decided I wanted to do it a membership I First of all, well, first of all, I jumped straight in with like both feet and just kind of went, okay, what do I need to do this? Can I cobble things together with lots of ways or do I buy this software that's a bit of a big deal? And I thought if I'm going to do it, I want to do it. So I jumped into that and we got started really slowly. But then after that, I committed to doing some learning with quite a big program about memberships. And when I was having my desk tidy up, I found my little cards of what I wanted the membership to be all about. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I picked them up with some trepidation of thinking, like, have I stayed true to what I wanted and how has it developed? Do you know what I wrote? (laughs) I said the three things that are really important, taking your art seriously, but having fun with it along the way. Growing, learning, and enjoying the process, and finding the right mix of head and heart. Have I stayed true to that? Yeah, I think so. Pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was very, I was kind of quite happy to come across that. That was um, quite enjoyable. But yeah, it also made me think because this idea came up of being lucky. Mm. I want to play you something. (laughs) because we were having a chat before so I want to play you something that has been on Instagram and so this is somebody I follow on Instagram who you know is sometimes quite ranty he says it as it is but here's the truth I'm going to play this and listen I want to know how you react as you're listening people say it's lovely where you live Lewis it's fucking lovely when it's not pissing it down and you've got to take the fucking recycling bin down to the end of the lane. That's not fucking beautiful. But what really gets my fucking goat is when people say, oh, you're so lucky to live there. You're so lucky to have your horses. You're so lucky to do... Look, I've fucking drafted my app, taken opportunities when they've come, I've stepped through doors when I needed to, and I've fucking worked hard. This is no, no, this is no to do with luck. So if you're one of them people who said, oh, you know, you're so lucky to people to have that. How about you get off your... You stop making excuses. You stop sitting there in your victim mentality. And then it never works out for me. And you start taking some action and get cracking. You make your own luck then. Don't talk to me about in luck. I'm, I'm one of the most unlucky people you'll ever meet. So, yeah, that's slightly different from us. And we were talking about this before we began, whether we were going to go there whether we are going to go here into this challenging area of making your own luck, because the intention is not to be offensive. The intention is never to be offensive. And also, 
when you hear something like that, it's very easy to go, yeah, but, and also it's okay for you because. And I was just thinking about this in terms of the membership, because there is a degree to which almost people say, oh, you're so lucky to have it without realizing how much work goes on behind the scenes for things Mm. to make things possible to make that possible to carry on making my own work what sacrifices get made to make the podcast possible and they are all things that I have chosen to do I was also asked to submit this week to the art chatter podcast of like what what was the what is the top tip or what would you tell your earlier self and I thought I really struggled with it, to be honest, because I thought, what is my top tip? I don't know. Where do you even begin? (laughs) Like my head is exploding with top tips, but which is the most important? And it was it was quite hard to come down to something. But what I would tell my earlier self would be it's a bit like having children. If you know what's ahead of you, (laughs) you possibly wouldn't do it, but you'd never say it wasn't worthwhile. And I think that goes hand in hand with the with the making making luck thing. There's just this sense of diving into something. And the reality is nobody knows what's ahead of them. Mm-hmm. But are you going to do it anyway? Yes. Thoughts? Yes. Well, when I heard his ranting, I was just laughing because I was thinking I would never speak that way to someone he was obviously having a bad day or maybe just like that anyway I said to you he's like Roy Kent on Ted Lasso but I do sometimes have a similar sentiment when it it comes up for me particularly when either I I make a video that's encouraging people to take responsibility that can trigger some people to leave comments saying it's fine for you to say, but you're so lucky to have whatever it is they think. You're so lucky to have a big social media following. It's different for you. Mm. And that's not luck, actually. That's a lot of really hard work and some financial risks at the early in the early stages, yeah. which you have to be willing to take. Um and also it comes up sometimes when I'm marketing, particularly my course, which is a high price item, because then people will say sometimes when you're marketing something, when you're asking people for money, more yeah. on teaching than paintings, I would say, that can trigger some people because they can't afford it. And I understand that I've been, we've all been in that situation where we want to do something we can't afford to do. It's horrible. But some people, very few, but some people's reaction to that is to lash out at you as the person selling, that you should be selling it for $50. It's not fair to me. And you don't know what it's like to not have any money. And you don't know what it's like to be me. And you're so lucky to be, you've got privilege. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, of course. Yeah, I have to like I, I always feel like my luck came in, being this sounds stupid but being born with a certain amount of drive and determination and energy and health 
and intelligence to be able to do things, which I look around and there are other people that were not born with those advantages. I certainly wasn't born with any money. We've both been accused of that before. Or you, you know, you, you two were just born rich. I can't remember when that was, but it was a few years ago. I certainly was not. But I was given these other advantages for no, through no hard work of my own. It's just, oh, yes, you were given this drive. I think that's lucky. But then everything else since then, I feel like I've worked really, really hard for, harder than most people are willing to do. And like you said, sacrificed more than most people are willing to sacrifice. And that doesn't mean you should, because mm-hmm. you might not want to. But but also you should never look at someone and say they're lucky to have, I don't think anyone at a high level of anything, not that we're at a high level, but you know what I mean. I don't think anyone at any level of success has not had to work hard. I just think you have to. That's mm-hmm. that's part of the deal. And you probably have to take risks and put yourself out there in a way that for a lot of people is not comfortable. And for us isn't comfortable. You yeah. must have had to take risks and do things that don't feel good. Yeah. So there is, I do understand his level of frustration, although I don't get that angry about it like it doesn't bother me really but I do see where he's coming from because it can be when someone tells you as I said to you it's a bit like I had a friend a long time ago who was very fit and healthy and people used to say to her you're so lucky to be so slim and she used to say to me it drives me bonkers because I never eat the sweet thing and I never miss my exercise routine and I've been like this since I was a teenager I have to be like this to stay slim and when people say you're so lucky it's like negating all of the work I do and all of the sacrifices I make so I can be slim and healthy so it's it's a long way around of saying I, I get what he's saying but what do you think about this idea of being lucky to just have been born the way you are? I think there's an inevitable tricky situation in that the realities of life are that there are inequalities. Mm -hmm. As you say, of personality, of background, of experience, of access to things. And yet, even with, even if you take people with similar levels of experience or money or background, they will do different things with it mm-hmm. and people will less will do more. Yeah. I think the, your, the, the looking at somebody else and feeling they're so lucky. And I'm thinking when I do it to other people, if I, if I, if I see other people with something that makes me feel, Oh, you're so lucky. Oh, there's something um it's that little twinge of kind of envy which actually i use as a very useful trigger point to because i recognize that it reflects something in me mm-hmm. if i'm looking at someone and thinking oh that's okay for you because okay here's one it's okay for you because you've got a team to help you that's something i find really hard yeah, as if they inherited the team, as if they yeah. were born with the team. <laughs> as if they were, but also that's something that I know, that's my next level of growth thing and I am also resisting it. I'm trying, mm-hmm. like I, I, I'm trying to move into that. It's a bit of a process and it's quite 
it's it's tricky for me because I like to do things my way I'm not also a super brilliant like I like planning things kind of on the hoof and that's really difficult to work with with other people so Mm -hmm. that's going to involve some learning for me that's going to mean that I have to do some uh, not personality changes but be responsible for some you know personal mindset practicality changes to go up to the next level yeah and I know that when I see those when I see those things happening. So I think when you notice it, it's a really good opportunity to have this point of real honesty with yourself. Because as as you say, like things with the social media, you know, I, I could look at your YouTube and say, oh, Louise, look, look, how, look at Louise, how lucky, you know, her YouTube is growing massively. I haven't done anything on YouTube. I haven't done anything on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, and YouTube is a great example of like this week, I really wanted to do some painting, but I made five YouTube videos in two days because I needed to stock up for the next few. I thought if I make them now and it, it, a couple of them were a bit of a slog and I didn't really feel like doing them, but then they're done now and I feel better that they're done. Um, But I have hired someone to help me with it and I have had to, let go of some of the con I have had to yeah stop myself from saying can we just change that to this and change that because then I'm not I'm not freeing myself up so I agree with you and it it's similar when I the one I'm thinking about at the moment I'm really on a healthy eating exercising routine because I got sick of envying people for being fit and mm-hmm. healthy when I wasn't and there's only one like I am not going to I I can sit there and I did do this for a while sit there saying it's not fair I've got a friend who can eat anything they want and they never get fat and I want to be them well okay but I'm not can can you are you sure you can't are you sure that really if you sat there and just wished it and dreamt it hard enough well I ate Can I eat cheesy what's-its while I moan about the fact? So it's a fact. I, I do that. I do that. I just, I think myself in and then I'm kind of convinced that it's sort of happened by magic. <laughs> and then I'm really surprised when it hasn't. Yeah. And then I look in the mirror and go, oh, right. So, so that is the perfect. So then I just decided, right, I'm sick of envying that person. I'm never going to have that that metabolism so I'm going to be this person I am this person so do I want to be fit and healthy if I do I need to start taking care of myself better so that was a trigger but it took me quite a while Mm. of bitching and moaning so there is a situation in my life where I felt unlucky I felt like that's not fair yeah well okay maybe like you said there are inequalities it's not fair but it still is Maybe we're just not honest enough about the downsides. Maybe this is the problem here. Is that is that uh, is this social media's fault? No, I don't think so. Actually, I think it's a. I think it's. I think it's a human trait born of survival. Because actually, if we just sat and looked at all the negatives all the time, we'd be in some kind of mire of oh, despair and exhaustion, and it would be really tiring so I think it is it's deliberately self-serving to be 
positive and look for the outcome, good outcomes, and that helps us. And also to recognize that the realities are that there are ups and downs. There are things that don't go very well. There are times you'd rather be doing A, but instead you've got to do B. I remember going on holiday once with a friend who I'd always thought, oh, you know, she's super slim and yeah, she's she's kind of, you know, high energy. And then I went on holiday with her and realized how little she ate. And I was super happy with my own body after that because there was no way I was going to do that to myself. Yeah. You know, and I just realized, no, actually, I, you know, I'm not prepared to only eat that much in order to have this. And it made me feel so much happier. Not that I was ever, not that I was ever really unhappy about it, but it was, it was really interesting because it was almost like, I actually saw what somebody else was doing. Mm. And I th- I think maybe that's the part that's missing. So, you yes. know, with Lewis on his video, you know, the thing about it is he does share when the weather's rubbish and he's dragging the bins down the lane and it doesn't always look a beautiful sunny day and you're soaked to the skin and the things go wrong. Maybe what we're guilty of is not sharing as much of that moments or maybe we're guilty of uh, as people when we envy someone else maybe we're guilty of taking the shortcut and not being realistic maybe it's on us maybe the responsibility is on us not to do that so the other side where I always think about this like when I was in the Cotswolds I passed some beautiful houses Mm -hmm. and you can think god you're so lucky to live there Mm-hmm. And and some of those people might have inherited loads of money to, yep. to live in those houses. But I always also think, yeah, but what's going on in there? You're not necessarily happy because that's the other thing. We look at someone who's got something and then we make it perfect. And then we mm-hmm. say, because you live in a perfect house, you must have a perfect life. But we know that's not true mm-hmm. because we all know stories of very wealthy people who are very, very unhappy. And in fact, that's very common because once you achieve great wealth or whatever it is you think you want and you realize it's actually not what's not filling the hole that you had, then where else have you got to go? At least the plebs like us have got somewhere to look up and think, well, if I had, I mean, I'm being materialistic, I don't actually want this, but if I had a Jaguar in a castle, I'd be happy. Or if I had a size eight body, I'd be happy. We can imagine we would be, but when we got there and found out we were still miserable. So if you've got all those things, that's why that's why people who have a lot of things are often very unhappy because they've found out that's not the answer. So it helps me to remember, I don't mean it in a ha-ha, you must be really miserable way, but just to remember it's not what it appears to be on the outside. And I think that's, like, do, do people want us on social media sharing I think we're there to be a bit inspiring. I don't think people want that. No, I mean, I think there are some social media accounts. So I can't think of the name offhand, but I follow one and and a couple of people actually that are in that sort of weeds of the young child rearing stage and they share their frustrations with it. And there is a twist. There is a thing of solidarity. There is a 
we're all this in this together. So there's a reality element of it. It's not trying to put up a false pretense, mm. but if it was really just somebody having really having a total grumble, you wouldn't want to follow them. Would it work? No, because you'd just say, I'm sick of listening to you moaning about everything. I think you have to be funny as well. I think you have to be funny to get away with that. And I I don't think think we're comedians. (laughs) I think, because I think both of us are honest about ups and downs in what we share. Yeah. I think we are. I just think that we're not going to come on social media Let's say you're opening Connected Artists or I'm doing my course. We're not going to come on and go, God, okay, Connected Artists is open, but I'm knackered because I was up till three o'clock in the morning getting graphics ready for this. I hope you're bloody grateful because I'm working really hard because no one wants to hear that. People want to hear what you're going to do for them. Yeah, by by them joining your membership, and therefore they don't want to hear about you at that point. So, so I don't think you have the op- opportunity there to be honest about how hard it is. It's just that they're proje- they're projecting onto you. A few people, most people don't, but a few yeah. people, and it's always always about us, whatever it is that's annoying us. So they're projecting onto you their unhappiness at not having done what you've done and then saying you're lucky to have done it because it's that's easier than actually doing it so let's take this back a step then so there are two things here one is this kind of idea of being radically honest with yourself which is quite hard to do sometimes what do you want what do you really really want (laughs) tell us what you want what you really really want (laughs) Because sometimes I think we we it's almost like we shoot an arrow and it kind of veers off sideways. It's like I run, woo! I'm gonna that. Really, is that really what you want? Be really clear on that, and that's not an easy thing to do. That takes a little bit of time to notice, like where all the other things around you, expectations of family members, or ideas that you've got of what it counts as being a real artist, or what it looks like to do a you know run workshops or or oh here's another thing I'm doing training about running a retreat I've Mm. I've got all the fingers in all the pies at the moment you know because that was a something that I was thinking I'd really like to do that but I don't know how to start can I do it is it worth it who will be one it's like well I don't know unless I have a go and try it so I'm just going to follow that and see where it takes me Mm. because now it feels like it's exciting to me whereas I think there have been things business-wise that I've thought I should do A, B, and C. I should do things a certain way, Mm. but it's not what I really, really want to do. Mm -hmm. And learning to trust that personal sense of what you really want starts with being wholly honest with yourself. It's okay not to want certain things if it's not right for you. And then there's a second part of this, which is, being compassionate with yourself when you're in a learning stage, which goes back to this thing of expecting things to happen super fast. I've posted two reels. Why has one of them not gone viral? 
actually probably the reality is you probably don't want one to go viral because you'll get a whole load of duke that comes with that that you probably don't want anyway so i've made three abstract paintings why are they no good that's really common yeah I don't think it's for me. I've been painting for six months and I, I I don't have your talent. I got that on YouTube the other day. I just don't have your talent. You're just so lucky to be so talented. No. Yes, you do. Yes, you really do. No, but I do not believe in that when it comes to art. I, th- I believe in that when it comes to, say, tennis or something. But since art is about self-expression, we can mm. all express. So mm. I don't believe that. But but when you when you've only been painting a few months and you say well I just can't do it as well as you can you should have seen me after a few months it was tragic it is and that's where you need you need other people around you or you need things that pull you up when you're feeling low and I think you really need to be able to see what the possibilities are and I've spoken about this before, like when I was thinking about going back to art, the options were uh, Tuesday evening live painting class or David Hockney. Like there was nothing in between, in, literally in my mind, mm-hmm. there was no space yeah. for anything in between that. Until I started going online and exploring and then I found a couple of people that I thought, Oh, now that's interesting. There is a way that I can sort of see how that might be possible. Not for me yet. Nowhere near. But there is that sense of that might be that might be possible for me. Mm-mm. Let's make a start on it. Knowing just, that it's going to take a while. I was just wondering if some of this is in upbringing. Like I was telling someone the other day that I always remember one of the things my dad always used to say is because he was very handy and he used to take things to pieces and he used to say, if a human made it, a human can fix it. I just have to take it to pieces and work it out. And he also used to say, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing properly. And those are the two things that I carry with me always. And I wonder if some of that, I had the same feeling as you, okay, if they did it, then I could do it. Then mm. then there's nothing different about us apart from whether I believe I can do what they're doing. And I think that comes from that idea of if someone else has done it, I can do it. Whereas maybe if you had a different upbringing where you were told things weren't possible, that yeah. might affect things too. And I think we've got to be honest with ourselves about which beliefs because I've got plenty of negative beliefs I inherited as well and which beliefs are holding us back and which ones we can discard because actually when we think about it we don't believe them no I think you're absolutely right I think all of those things feed in the question is do we recognize it it's not always as easy as discarding them but once you've recognized them it's you know you both you and I have done and I know that we've got somebody coming on later um you know it take it takes work to to work through some of those things too and those are those are often the issues that get in the way of this sense of creating or making your own luck I mean I certainly had that if a thing's worth doing it's worth doing properly which is both a blessing and a and a curse and I think there's going to be people listening to this who are going to say 
it's fine to talk about making your own luck, but I've had a string of bad luck. And Lewis referred to that in his rant. He said, I'm the un- one of the unluckiest people you could ever meet. Mm. I don't know if that's true or not, because we don't know his personal story. I know I've had a lot of bad luck or a lot of difficult things that have happened. So again, this comes back to people projecting onto you what they imagine because they've got bad luck. They imagine that you must not have had bad luck or bad things happen and not had to overcome that. I know you have too. I'm certainly unlucky when it comes to uh, raffles. I never, ever bloody win anything (laughs) in a raffle. (laughs) never um so we're not saying that you can make your own luck and have a perfect life that's not Is what there we're any trying such to thing? say no but i'm just worried that it might sound like we're doing the pull yourself up by your bootstraps margaret thatcher get on your bike right, and okay. find a job somewhere else and that's not what we're saying because there will never be a perfect life and there will always be things that are bad luck and things you have to overcome and things sometimes that swallow up all your time and all your energy and prevent you from doing things for a while that is always true of all of us but but what I think we are saying is um you have to have the determination when we had to stop for a second then you said I had to stay up till 3 30 doing something with my daughter Mm. you still are here doing this you still have shown up and done your connected artist things Mm. I think a lot of people listening if they knew that kind of cost would say actually I don't want what Alice has got I don't want that oh there'd be loads of people I don't I want to sit in my, I want a garden. I want to go work in my garden. I want to see my grandkids. I want to do whatever it is people want to do. I don't want to do that. And it's just a case of being realistic about what you do want, like you said, and also being realistic about what you are looking at and not projecting an ideal onto it that doesn't exist. Yeah, so be careful about looking at things from the outside. But I do also think, that the magic in this, like like we said jokingly at the beginning, that you can take what you do and go and do it in the Cotswolds. That is something that you have decided. There is There are things in that. There are things in that that I would love to do. At the moment, I can't because of parents. Mm-hmm. Or I'm telling myself at the moment I can't because of parents. So that there are always constraints, but I think it makes it so much easier to live with when you say, I could if I wanted to, but I'm, but I'm making a choice Yes, to be here because this is important to me. And I think when we can be realistic about what choices we make, we get so much happier about where those... Uh, I don't know what the right word is, limits, confines, but I don't mean that. I mean, like, in terms of what we're aiming for, what our aspirations are, don't look at what somebody else has got. Make it your right thing. Thing We make a choice. But then if we, what happens is people make a choice. I want to garden. I want to go on trips. I want to spend time with my kids or whatever. And I'm, annoyed at that person for being lucky enough to not make those choices but that is not fair you've made your choices and then we've all made our choices 
and we live with them. We've chosen to do more work and put more time and effort into things that some people don't want to do. We've chosen more work and less play. Not true. <laughs> no, I've had quite a lot of fun play this week too. Talking of um, talking of funny things, we did another record. Went to another recording of the news quiz. So by the time this comes out, uh, last night we went to the one, and uh, they were talking. It was a pre-coronation news quiz, so it will be on Friday, today, Friday the 5th of May, it'll be on the radio. It was really interesting because, here's another thing you see, when you listen to it on the radio... I don't know what it is, by the way. It's a a radio show. It's a radio, two panels, comedians talking about the news of the week. So it's recorded on Thursday night, it goes out on Friday. So when they have election times, often they do doubles and... You know, um, but when you listen to the recording of it, you hear the 30 minute version. Everybody sounds super sharp on it. Aren't they so quick witted? Aren't they clever? The recording was 75 minutes long with mistakes, with swearing that went in there that had to be redone with kind of burbling to get to the point, which the majority of which will be cut out. And so it was really nice. There was a little bit of that like unwrapping behind the scenes to see the reality of what goes into it. Now, it wasn't like, oh, this is such hard, you know, this is really hard work. But the reality is you do get an edited version. Mm -hmm. And the edited version is more entertaining. Yes. More inspiring. (laughs) It sounds better. Even though when they recorded one part without the effing swear word in, Andy Parsons did say, yeah, but it's not as funny like that, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but then the, then the other version will go out, you see. So, you know, edited versions, careful what you're looking at. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's crack on then. What have you done this week that's inspired you? Well, I did something that might seem a bit frivolous and ridiculous. I had booked myself onto a workshop, um, a three-day in-person workshop. Yeah. And then I'd been away. And so it happened that this would be back-to-back with being away. When I got back, I'd be going straight to this workshop for three days. And I didn't want to go. I just didn't want to go. And I mm-hmm. I can't remember what it cost because I booked it ages ago. But it would have been... Would have been four or five hundred pounds probably for three days because that's how much these things usually cost. And I just thought, I just do not want to do this. Really yeah. do not want to do this. But the last time I felt like that and I cancelled something, they wouldn't, it was a different place, but the place wouldn't give me a refund, St. Ives yeah. School of Painting, and they sold my place to someone else. And I was really annoyed at that. I thought, if you're selling my place, I should get my money back. And if you, that's not fair so I was very annoyed with that so I gave my place to someone else I said do you want to go I didn't think she'd be able to because it was short notice but she lives in the area anyway she could go she had an absolutely fantastic time she really really loved it I didn't have to go which and I got lots of work done that I needed to get done and I just thought I don't usually in the past I would have gone because I've paid for it and I should go now It's a commitment I made. I should do it. Mm. And it felt really good to say, actually, I'm not going to. 
The money's already mm-hmm. gone. Makes no difference now. I can't get it back. So do I the so the money's gone. So do I want to suffer or do I want to because I won't be able to get my work done, I'll be worried, I've got to do this drive, or do I want to let somebody else have a fantastic time? And it worked out really well. So I'm not advising people to to spend money on things they don't do, but <laughs> I do um, I'm proud of myself. Just I feel inspired by myself for not doing something I didn't want to do. Yeah, that makes sense. How about you? Perfect sense. Um, Well, I had a lovely morning out today meeting a friend and it has actually finished, but it was an exhibition at the Whitechapel Gallery called Action Gesture Paint, Women Artists and Global Abstraction, 1940 to 1970. Please submit a dissertation of 5,000 words by Tuesday. (laughs) That sounds like a really dry title doesn't doesn't it um but actually it was great it was a really mixed show there was quite a lot to see there were loads of artists I've never heard of um Argentilian Chilean um but also things like uh there was a Joan Mitchell painting in there um so it was a really great mix of work and it was just interesting that from such a lovely mix rather than when you go to an exhibition of where it's all one person's work or very kind of highly curated so the you know the theme was it was about interpretation of paint and abstraction and all of that kind of stuff but there were so many different versions of it two things were really interesting one which pieces was I really drawn to now and were they different types of paintings than the kind of paintings that I would have been drawn to three years ago five years Mm -hmm. ago ten years ago looking for different things in the art noticing what kind of inspires me and what literally gives you that body response of when you go into that space and you think oh that one not that one Mm -hmm. and so it was a, a great way of doing that with so many different paintings and the other thing that we were talking about was how it was so easy to sense the era of some of those paintings like there was quite a lot of thick heaviness in a lot of those paintings from the late 50s and the early 60s that's a very different sort of feel from some art today Mm -hmm. we have no solutions or definitive answers or conclusions on that but it's just interesting to see that even actually across different countries of the world there's a there's a very there's a kind of zeitgeisty sense of what is the visual language and the sense of the time within that area Mm. but it was only this morning so ideas haven't settled in that and now it's closed I don't have anything further interesting or intelligent to say on that. But yes, it closes, I think, on Sunday. So yeah, by the time this goes out, it'll you be can't too late. Sorry, <laughs> I'm late to the party. Very late to the party on that one. But it was good. It was a good exhibition to go and see. So yeah, get out there, find an exhibition. Go notice what you notice. That's it for us this week. 
do keep leaving us reviews it's lovely to hear where you are waverly mum i hope you had a fantastic first craft and design fair um and that you enjoyed listening on the way there it was lovely to hear from you and if you're feeling that we're running out of ideas people it would be lovely if you emailed or messaged us directly and then we would love to hear from you and have a conversation with you about all the things that you would love to hear to make the podcast even better Thank you so much. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye. I've got, um, I can't believe that. Sorry, Alice. My phone started ringing, but also I've got an Apple Watch now. So even after I turn my phone off, my watch keeps going. I haven't learned how to work it yet. <laughs> I had a thread and it's gone. Hang on. It was to do with... Anyway, it's gone. I'm so tired this week. I was up till three thirty. <laughs> I was up till three thirty with Amy on Monday night. <laughs> this is really dangerous because this is just Friday. This is not even martini time yet. <laughs>